Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, a platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world. If you're out on the video, I'm pointing at you, see, right there. Because you are bold, you are brave, you dare greatly, you are changing lives, you're changing the world, you're collaborating, you're solving problems. That's why we celebrate you on this podcast. And as you can tell by the little buzzy buzz in the background, we are on site at the SMRP, the 30th annual SMRP conference here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, if you're in the maintenance or liability space and you want to get connected, Come to this conference, you will not be disappointed. In the hot seat, we have Mason McNally, and it is RDI Technologies. That's motion amplification for you guys out there. Let's get cracking. Hi, Mason. Hey, Scott. How are you? Ah, thank you for asking. You're welcome. Are you going to interview me? No, I'm just. Oh, please, man. Just make interview me. Chat. Ask me any question. I'm an open book. I mean, I'm an open, shallow book. I, I'm probably about maybe a half a page. Well, I, I know you're excited to be here, so I'm always excited. That, that was my next question. Are you are you enjoying the show? Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for this asking. This has been a good one, I think. I well, I was here last year, and it was sort of what, just sort of posty. It was interesting. Co- yeah, yes, it was, was interesting. It was my first show for RDI. Yeah, there you go. Uh, first time meeting some of our sales team, and in a very strange post-ish COVID environment. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. And then, then this year, when I I, uh, I went up to the, the conference, whatever the, the main ballroom. Okay, it was massive. A lot of people yeah. here. Yeah. So that's good. That's it's a fabulous. That's, that's a proper trend. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Measurable. All right, for the listeners out there, again, give us a little four one one on who Mason is. Four one one. If you're a young guy, that means information. Four one. Oh me? Yeah. I thought you wanted the Mason. listeners to give some four one one. Okay. All no, right. no, it's it's you. Yeah, I got it. All right, I am in the interview seat after all. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, so yeah, no, I'm I'm the product manager for RDI, um, and we you know we do we're doing some cool stuff, exciting projects, but um, you know my role day to day is to sort of interface with every part of this business and understand what they need out of the product. I I, I really enjoy interfacing with. With our customers and, and being on site because I learn a, a lot. My my background is not traditionally vibration, so you know I'm I sort of get the privilege of having a fresh perspective and not truly oh, being it. ingrained in this industry. So you know I I make a fool of myself sometimes, but I ask a lot of questions because I really truly want to understand the pain points and challenges and and how our our particular solution can kind of help solve and overcome some of those. Are you bit by the passion bug? Because every time I go around to these, uh, these conferences, the, the, the vendors, I hate to say vendors, vendors sound so, yeah, I don't want that. Anyway, the people representing, there's a passion. Are you passionate about what you do? Absolutely. I mean, I was a fanboy of what we do uh, before I came to work. I was actually a vendor for RDI. I, I, I didn't do anything illustrious. I provided cases and foam and, and there's nothing glamorous about cutting squares and circles in a piece of foam and putting it in a case but what the technology and the people behind that technology represent to me has always been fascinating so i was already like on board 
before I came on. And then when I, once I got in here um, into RDI and into the industry, I mean, the people are what drive this industry. It's, it's always fabulous. the people. It's, I mean, it's always. The personalities and, and the perspectives and, and the challenges and, and the creativity, which is, that's the part that really kind of lights my fire is like, ha- they have all these problems and all of us kind of have similar versions of the problem, yeah. of the same problem. But you, you go to one, one place and it's like, they're solving it in this way. And, and you go to another one down the street and they're solving it in a completely different way. And you're like, gosh, I never really thought of that. That, that always, that's unsettling for me. And the reason it's unsettling yeah. is because it never, you can never sort of grab that tiger by its tail. You can't control it. it it's <laughs> always changing. It's like, and there's a speed. It's like there's this velocity that, oh, yeah. Like, uh, you, you go to bed one night and then all of a sudden, you know, something else happens. You go, I didn't see that. <laughs> and, and that's just. And, and you're you're right in the middle of it. You guys have yeah. uh, a, a fabulous, uh, innovative technology out there. That, and and I remember uh, Jeff when he really sort of started out, and and uh, you guys have grown dramatically. But it's 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 how you just keep on pushing the envelope. It, you never. It's like RDI is going to come out with something new, different, constantly. You're sitting around, you're doing that, and you're just constantly pushing it. And I guarantee you come next year or whatever, year and a half, whatever it is, it's, it's going to be, no way, really? I didn't see I didn't see that one coming <laughs> because that's what you guys do. Yeah, but, you know, what's interesting about that is a lot of it is driven by identifying all these all these super creative, talented individuals that are solving all type, all kinds of problems. And, and you can imagine my challenge as, as product manager and being sort of involved in some of the development of this technology. It's like, how do we predict your need in your plant in your environment and, and honestly the answer is we we can't but yet all of our customers and and the people that we interface with every day are saying hey have you guys thought about doing this or adding this to your technology so that's truly what drives our innovation for all these cool things that we're doing well I mean, it, it's just, that's a good good sort of way of, of improving your technology you're listening to the problems yeah sure. and then the other thing about it is that you know, we, we, we understand COVID. We understand all the challenges. We, I, I got it, right? But one of the things that, I, that came out as, a, as just sort of a byproduct is this necessity to collaborate. This, I need to talk to somebody. I can't just do this in a vacuum. I've got I've to figure this out. But, but I, help me compress that time because I got this pain here. Somebody's got to help compress that time. And that, to me, is an interesting component. And, and you're talking to and you're working with clients. That's pretty important. Sure. It, you know, that's interesting because you, you can kind of go two ways with that. One, you can kind of keep it all yeah. in and protect in, in the name of protection and, and what, you know, whatever construct you, you create around that. But we really, we really focus on, you know, how, how do we get feedback? How, how do we get in front of people? How do, how do we let them sort of be part of the, of the solution um, so that we can, we can keep innovating? Um, that's what drives us. So, because it's easy, it's easy for us to sit in an office or a chair oh, and, yeah. and predict the problems. But if we just go meet you and, and try to work to understand and ask questions, um, that's that's really where the collaboration, I think, really comes alive. So, with that said, because I think it's it, it's the technology is the technology, and I think it's it, there's a lot of doability there. I don't even know if that's a word, but I like it. Let's but go. there's that doability <laughs> that okay we can we can get there through technology. It's it's really that conversation. How does RDI make that happen? Do you do you go on site? 
Do you have little? Do you have working groups? How do you start to take market information and start to consume it in such a way and 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 make your tech better? Sure. So um, we do a number of things. The the best one is still going to be the users of our technology. They're out there every single day in their environment using this technology. And if it's if there's a benefit to their their process or challenge. Um, they're more likely to say, hey, RDI, you know, have you thought about adding this to your technology? So we kind of compile that in, in that way, sort of in an organic uh, way. We also have a, a, a network of, of distributors that are also service providers. So they're out there using this and selling the, the product, and they're oftentimes our, test, our testers. So we, we can send a unit or a new technology or a new idea to wow. them right. and say, hey, Will this work? Is this viable? Is this solving problems? Did we miss the mark? Did we nail it? You know, did, did we nail the um, huh. nail it on the head? But um, so that's another way. And then we also train all of our all of our users. So they come through training with fresh eyes. They've never seen it. They're out of, outside of their environment. So they're sort of you know the, the the playing field is level. And we get a lot of great great ideas from training class just watching them use the software in training it's like they have frustrations or challenges it's like oh yeah, yeah we didn't i think see about it that. i yeah. i didn't see it before <laughs> now i see it now yeah exactly see that that's that's great what do you you know in a, in without divulging where do you see it going i i know you got spot out there i know you have a lot of things that that definitely are percolating back there where do you see it going I've seen it at the beginning. Where do you see it going? Whew, that's a tough one. That's deep, man. Yeah, I'm worn out from it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I've tapped it. You know, what's interesting is is our first challenge was, you know, we created kind of a troubleshooting tool, right? Um, but how do, we, how, do we, how do we keep that and, and, and stay a supplemental tool to all the other tools and vibration systems that are out there? Yep. Um, but how do we leverage it to, you know, that is that maybe that's your go-to. Maybe that's your first, you know, maybe that's your first thing you pull out of your pocket. Um, Spot is one of the ways that we can do that because we've, you know, we, we want to reduce the burden that it, that it, that's required to operate this technology. And so sometimes walking around with a camera and a tripod and a laptop, it can be challenging, right? It's not, it's not applicable for all use cases. So Spot take some of the the manpower the legwork out of it we can we can automate routes so we can we can set spot up on a route and and and, and run through that and it frees up labor to go do other really important work um so you know that's sort of the next layer of it and then and then after that we start talking about how do we just make this more accessible how do we get this in front of more people how do we take you from a user of this technology that is maybe using it occasionally or maybe even a semi-frequent basis to how do we get this all this every time you know we we would really enjoy it if you know we were we were your go-to now certainly there's a gold standard there's there's gaps and limitations to every single piece of technology so we can't really encompass every single use case, but how do we start adding stuff to our platform or to our products product line that that can also start to solve different challenges that maybe we haven't thought of before? One of the areas that that and I I can appreciate that. And you you talk about spot, you talk about routes, you talk about the ability to leverage technology to uh, allow 
the human component to do the work that they need to do. That's good. Let's say, let's take the spot, let's take that, that, that routine where you're trying to automate those, that analysis. Does the system provide, let's say, a spot or whatever robot goes out there, snaps, has a route? Is there a way of highlighting or identifying problems that get escalated, right? It's one thing to run around, and I'm over here taking whatever, doing over this, but does the, the system provide that ability to, to compress the time and say, hey, spot was out here, take a look at that. Yep, another fan over there telling me I'm number one. <laughs> and, and anyway, and, and does that? Does Absolutely. that system do that? I mean, look, you put anything on the back of a robot and you can increase the amount of data you get. But is all of that data needed or useful? Maybe, maybe not. So we've set the system up in a way that if, 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 if the robot walks up to an asset and, and the camera is pointed at um, a pump or a motor or a fan or whatever, um, and it doesn't meet a certain set of our criteria, we don't take the data. Or let's say... Uh, uh, it, so you, that's how you deal with that the, yeah. the tsunami thing, right? Or if it crosses that threshold, we can immediately send notification out. So, hey, look, we've got a, you know, an, an unfavorable amplitude level or the turning speed is, is off or dropped or it went too high. Send, send the notification. You know, so that way we can turn this data into actionable work much, much faster. Because otherwise, like you said, if we just let this thing walk around... And take everything. Yeah. Do we need it all? Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that that makes complete sense. And I and I'm, and definitely a, a because the reality of many of the technologies and what we're talking about here in the world of reliability and asset management is the compression of time. Yeah. Is identification of the problem. Saying okay, it's yellow, right? Whatever whatever dashboard identification you use, typically it's green, good, yellow, hey hey hey, red, bad. So with that said, you just sit there and you say, okay, it's yellow, get something out there, develop that plan of attack, move forward, whatever that might be. Does the situation also say, hey, here's a, here's a yellow situation out here. Let's contact a technician, get them out there, validate what the, the information is. Yes, thumbs up, it's bad, whatever, and then affect change. Yeah, sure. Um, yes, and and the other thing, kind of the next layer of that for us is um, we can we can be a little bit flexible and, and and adaptive. So you know maybe maybe I set a specific threshold at a lower level. So so I am yellow light. I, I get that alert pre yellow or at yellow. Um, but but maybe there's not really a true action that can be taken. So we can actually move that threshold to the next kind of next phase of alarm level and, and kind of work our way up until you you have the ability you know so so maybe maybe you're a week out from shutdown right yeah and you're yeah. in yellow or, yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. almost a red okay we can we can make that tactical decision and say right. okay everything right. right right so uh one last question before we wrap it up here i know that you've got this sort of 3d camera set up yeah new double barrel whatever oh there's two questions so you got that explain a little bit about that and then two the cameras are small. Do you built-in durability in that? Are they pretty, pretty rugged? So that's actually the same camera that we use in our our, our single camera system. That's an industrial camera, yeah. um, very rugged. Um, it comes, you know, it, it, 
Now, I don't want to say virtually indestructible because I'm not that foolish, but roll over it with a, with I've a got a camera lift has some dents yeah, in it. You said it was indestructible <laughs> and the forklift broke it. Yeah. Um, I've got some camera with some dents in it and uh, it's still every bit as accurate as it was, you know, when it was when it was new. Oh, so good. it has limitations, but I for the most part, it's, yeah, yeah. it's an still industrial camera. You still got to respect the, asset, I mean, it's, the tool. It's Come designed on. to be in these environments. So that's, that's that question. But to, um, the stereo vision system. So... Basically, right now, the, the single camera systems can, can measure X and, and Y. We can get X and Y axis data. So to get Z, I've got to move the camera. And so my new X would be my, my Z. So I'm taking two data sets. Stereo Vision allows us to get X, Y, and Z all in one a single data capture. Um, so now I'm, le I'm time compression you mentioned earlier. Now I don't have to take another data point, uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can stay here. Uh, yeah. Shoot okay. the same asset, okay. and I get yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I get the, all three axes. I like it. By the way, you go out to your website. I, I don't know what it is. I just like looking at the pictures. <laughs> Am I pathetic when it comes to that? No, it never gets old, man. I, I see the, I've seen the same videos over and over again. And, and you stare at it. It's like, it's like just, watching fire. You like just sort of stare at it. I've yeah. seen fire before, like, but it's... I love it, man. It's no, amazing. And I like the... the this is what you see in, which is not good. And this is what, you know, what is really happening. Yeah. That to me is always cool. It's fascinating. All right. How do people get a hold of you, Mason? Uh, catch us online, rditechnologies.com. Well, that was easy. I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, so I was hoping you could stretch it out a little bit more. Well, um, you can email me at mason.mcnally at rditechnologies. Find me on LinkedIn. Check our website uh, There out. you go. That's what I'm looking for. There you go. All right. We're going to have all the contact information for Mason and as well as RDI Technology out on industrialtalk.com. We are, once again, broadcasting from the 30th Annual SMRP Conference here in Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, thank you very much to Mason McNally, RCI Technologies. That was a Kraken conversation. Motion amplification, put that down. What an incredible solution that is being offered up by RDI Technologies. And if you're saying to yourself, Scott, you can say Scott, go right ahead. And you're saying, Scott, how do I get involved? SMRP, go to the next event, go to a chapter. SMRP, if you're a maintenance reliability professional, right there, SMRP. And I'm telling you, put their their next event, I think it's in Orlando next year, and uh, you will not be disappointed. You get to find people like uh, Mason and others, and you're gonna have great conversations, and you're gonna be better because of that, because that's what they're all about. All right, remember, hang out with people like Mason, you're gonna change the world, because you're bold, you're brave, and you dare greatly. Thank you once again, as always, for joining Industrial Talk, and once again, put SMRP on your calendar. So we're going to have another great conversation coming from that event shortly, so stay tuned.